The more time I'm spending with cross-body pro wrestling, the more I'm enjoying it, because I'm picking up who the wrestlers are. Who's that? Oh, yeah. And I'm picking up the angles as well. What's going on here? Oh, that happened last week. Yes, that sort of thing. I'm taking you on a journey there in my thought processes. Well, some of them. I mean, not many, obviously, but I have a few. And this is episode seven. The wrestling and the angles just work really well together. There's a real delineation between them because you're not getting the angles bleeding in too much to what happens in the room itself where wrestling takes place. And there's not too much nefarious stuff going on. There's not there's not too much, well, this angle will play out over weeks and weeks and weeks. There is one angle which will play out over two weeks, more of that in a moment, but you don't get, well, they're out in the parking lot and he's been knocked over by a random car. I've got that, or, or you know, here comes an alien spaceship waiting to take him to a different planet and they'll come back and be repackaged as a different wrestler. That sort of thing, you know, you don't get a lot of that. And for that, much thanks. We've got um, Vader Scott and Mike Speedball Bailey, who'll be fighting Jonathan Gresham very soon on Impact Wrestling. Can't wait for that, Mike. Now, first of all, we've got Kyle Boone with Shiloh. No, Shiloh's not there. Maybe she's not very happy about their beach shenanigans last week. And here's fighting Robbie Cosmos, who we saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, really? I mean, did he win? Yes, he won against Mr. Durst, Kobe Durst. And Kobe wasn't very happy about that and came back the week after and chalked himself up a W, a Derby. So um, it's going to be a tough match for Kyle Boone. And actually, it is two things this match, both knock down and drag out. Now, the great thing about Kyle Boone is, well, one of them, is that he is announced as once having held a live alligator. <laughs> well... You can do that under supervision, can't you? It's great. Really good. I really love that. Once held at live alligator. Very nice. Now, early on, you've got some um, Robbie Cosmos kicks and a drop kick. But Kyle Boone comes back with a massive lariat. Massive it is. Then you've got um, you've got Cosmos in a tree of woe. I love the tree of woe. And some stomps. From Mr. Boone, of course, you can't just leave him there saying, Don't you look funny upside down? No, you need to do something. Cosmos massive drop kick on a platter ties him up nicely. Really nice for Robbie Cosmos, lovely. But then um, Kyle Boone tries to go with the nefarious heel tactics, feet on the ropes, but he's caught out by the ref. You see, you've got to keep your head on a swivel. And then, very nice running uppercut from Kyle Boone and the Brain Buster. And the great thing was with this, I thought, as did Vader and Mike, that would be the three. And it wasn't. Cosmos kicked out. I was surprised as well. Very few programs of a wrestling nature can do that. And this one manages to. However, we do have the, I almost ran into the ref. I stopped. You're just behind me. Here's a low kick to your twig and berries. And that'll be the end of the match. Yeah, it's not ideal. However, it was at the end of the match. Because Travis Moore, who's had his trouble with Kyle Boone, pops his head out of the curtain, throws something into the ring, which 
I don't know what it is. It looks like some kind of micro brawler or something like that. Or, or, or some kind of some kind of bag, I don't know. Anyway, he throws something into the ring, goes back into the curtain. That distracts Mr. Boone. And there is, um, and there's a kick from Robbie Cosmos and a blue thunderbomb for the pin. Now, I liked that the referee spot wasn't the end of the match. It's very nice. They just teased us with it and then gave us something else. And this is what crossbody pro wrestling can do. It keeps you guessing, and I like it. Well, I have to say that um, Crystal Moon is angry with the Bionic One, Alexia Nicole. I'm not surprised. She took a, a power, uh, no, a pile driver last week. She stupidly came out to confront the Bionic One. She's Bionic, you know, when uh, when she was called out and. Uh, She'll be taking it out on Jem, Jem Scott first and then going after Alexia Nicole. So, next match, Jem Scott versus the aforementioned Crystal Moon. And uh, she is the women's title holder for Crossbody Pro Wrestling. And actually, it was quite good, this. In that Scott got some offence in early on. Arm drags and a very and a slam just after Crystal Moon shouts, put me down. So, of course, if you, if you, if you ask... You shall receive, and Jem Scott puts her down right in the middle of the ring. There's a very nice moment where um, Crystal Moon wants to hear the boos from the fans, and as she's so um, focused on that, Jem Scott takes the opportunity to roll her up. But Crystal returns with a lariat and screams when she hits it. She's so angry, so angry that she gives Jem Scott a drop kick to the back of the head and a basement lariat. Those two moves are nasty, and they look good. But, Jem Scott can, can break out the nasty moves too. The clothesline that she gave her was really strong. It was stiff, you know. And then Crystal Moon, ripcord flatliner, and a submission that we can't quite see. I can't see where her hands were. The camera was over the other side. However, be assured that Jem Scott did tap. And um, that match wasn't bad at all. I would have liked to see where the hands were on the finisher. But um, I did enjoy that. And Jem Scott really took it to Crystal Moon. Fell short, but there you go. She is the champion. Now, here's something where you just think, don't, just be careful here. You've got um, the two finalists of the Otto Barn to the Gold Tournament. You've got Clay Wilson and the standard Matthew Grant or Matt to his friends. And um, they will fight in that final. What Wilson says is... Uh, oh, is it? Yes, yes, it's Wilson who starts it. Maybe he spots the tape on uh, on Matt Grant's shoulder or nose of it. Because he says, let's just add a bit of a spice before then. I tell you what, I'll pick your opponent tonight. And then you can pick my opponent next week. That sounds like a jolly good wheeze, says... Uh, Says Matt Grant. I mean, he's not wheezing when he says it. That would be a problem. He doesn't say it either. That's just me saying it. I know it's me because it was in my, my, my voice, really. Anyway, that will happen later on. More of that later. And um, it's not ideal for the standard Matt Grant. He shouldn't really have entered into said agreement. Now, next, the old age renegades versus Nilo Reyes, who is so over. And Laurel Cassidy, who is also over. Now, this wasn't a fantastic match. The match last week with Nilo wasn't great either. It, it, it was 
there was real trying here, but it wasn't as smooth as it might have been. And I just think maybe that's to do with the underdog. I mean, you know, it's kind of, well, Nilo, you know, isn't the smoothest in the ring, but actually we really like that he wins in general. And um, he is really over. Laurel Cassidy took it, I mean, considering this is intergender, really. Well, it's not really, is it? Because you've, you've got a mixed tag against two blokes. So she really does extremely well. Lovely low crossbody to start with. And then she rolled over the top into a roll-up. That was lovely. So a sort of somersault over the top. Grabs on, rolls up. Very nice. But Mr. Shaw comes in. He's not, he's, you know, he's, he's a nasty gentleman in wrestling terms. And he, uh, he punches and headbutts Laurel. Yeah. I have to say, Speedball Mike Bailey used, used the word curmudgeonly. Just about, but he used it. I like the word curmudgeonly. Words like that should be used more often. Yeah, absolutely, in, uh, in, in wrestling commentary. Now, Devon Parkside, I know his name now. So, wait, Devon Parkside, Devon Parkside, Devon Parkside. There you go. And um, he can't actually lift. Laurel tries to lift her, couldn't even shift her. Can't, can't lift her up, which is great, actually. Um, hits a big drop kick. Hits a big drop kick instead. And that just just does the job. There is a very, very nice Laurel Avalanche, though, and a belly-to-belly on Parkside, which is fabulous. Finally, after a bit of shenanigans, and I'm not sure whether he missed it or whether there was a problem with communication, but Nilo finally hits the, the sit-out powerbomb, which is always lovely. And Shaw is there with Cassidy. He puts her down with a shoulder tackle, and he puts her down quite strongly, actually. But eventually... Nilo hits the history maker, which he missed early on on Devon Parkside. There you see, Devon Parkside, I know who he is. He hits the history maker for the pin. And then you've got um, Shaw wanting to continue afterwards because he's a bad loser. And as he leaves, saying to a fan, you shut your mouth, or rather a fan to Shaw, say, you shut your mouth. That's great. Fan interaction like that. It's priceless, isn't it? Now, Mike Flash is interviewed. Mike Flash. Ah, manager of the universe. Well, not quite the universe. The Ontario area, let's say. Well, part of the Ontario area. All right. His own street. Okay. So, um, he's interviewed because he, last week, took on Isaiah Cross, big gentleman, uh, as his new charge. And he says that Cross was lost in the wilderness. And he was on a spiral because he listened to the fans. He was on a spiral to mediocrity. Now, it's all going very well until he introduces, they will introduce him next week as his doctor of education. Uh, 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 yeah. I'm expecting some kind of Dean Douglas situation. with, uh, and, and, and that's not the education. It's not, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, Mike. Really, but um, I, I, I see what you're trying to do. Um, you had a go, and, that, and that's good. It, it, it should be celebrated. Right, your main event. This is the gentleman who um, has been picked by Clay Wilson to fight the standard Matthew Grant. And it's Sway Archer. Now, I thought, why don't you get someone like Grizzly Mac? Or, um, you know, someone like that. Someone huge, massive. You can't have Isaiah Cross, because he's being doctored as we speak. But um, someone like Grizzly Mac. But anyway, Sway Archer, who... I wasn't completely impressed with last time I saw is much more impressive this week. The Culture King, 
who could be the Polka King. It does sound like that, and I, you know, I'd love that. Anyway, they really do tussle very well. You've got Grant offering his hand, and Archer smiling and kicking it away. You see, because he's not a nice gentleman. They trade headlocks and wrist locks. As I said, Matthew Grant has a taped shoulder, and um, Sway Archer isn't a fool. He's uh, he will target that shoulder. He has some. Um, he runs him into the buckle. He works the arm shoulder breaker. There's a nice move on the mat where he ties up both arms. Oh, yeah, it's on. It's both on the mat, as in on the canvas, and on the mat, as in right on Matthew Grant. So yes, both. Grant hits a code breaker to get out of it, out of the blue, really, and a missile drop kick. There's a huge sway archer thunder bomb for a long two count. Suddenly, Grant hits his spear, which he calls the shank, for the pin. I have to say that must have hurt his arm, and I also have to say it was rather good this match. But then this whole program was rather good. The wrestling had a variety to it. The angles were short and they fed into what was going on. There was no extraneous flesh on this 50 minutes or so. And Crossbody Pro Wrestling, week on week, is becoming an absolute must-see. I enjoy it. I know who the wrestlers are. Devon Parkside, see? And I'll be watching it next week. Why don't you join me? It's on YouTube. See you there. Ta-ta.